Hello and welcome to the EFI Fitness Podcast with me, Paul. No, Jonna, once again, I'm starting to think that it's just never come, come back. Um, is obviously too big time. That's exactly what it is. Who would have thought that presentations for a PhD were more important than this? It's it's disappointing, I'm not going to lie. Um, but we move on. Friendships come and go. Shall we say that? So today we're going to be talking about protein foods or things that masquerade as protein foods. So the ones that say high protein or now with more protein or it might be wheat bix and now it's protein wheat bix because everybody's jumped on the protein bandwagon. And I just want to clarify that that's genuinely not what we um, know as high protein, like wheat bix. It's wheat. It's got the source in the title wheat is not a high protein source and i just genuinely don't know how anybody can even think that it's suddenly high protein for the same amount of calories or very similar amount of calories so what we see is we see a lot of people jumping on the high protein bandwagon and we see people companies um like weetabix for example just saying oh high protein or now more more protein or now with added protein and it'll be something that genuinely deserves not to have protein in so this kind of the first couple that i ever saw were sort of these snickers and your mars came out with like protein bars and then it's then you added cereals and you've got high protein cereals and like cereal cereals are processed food anyway and I would argue that a protein type of cereal, especially one that's fucking fluorescently coloured, is a highly ultra-processed food, surely. So, but it's more high, it's high protein, yeah, but it tastes like cardboard. And the issue we have is that people are opting for these higher protein sources because they don't really want whole foods, because whole foods might have more calories in, because food contains other stuff other than the protein. So they'll be like, oh, well, I've had a really like healthy breakfast because my Weetabix now has protein in. And I'm not going to diss on Weetabix by any stretch of the imagination, but there's better ways to go about it for sure. And we need to make sure that the... Just uh... um, We need to make sure that we're not just changing our whole paradigm of um breakfast being protein filled but just because like wheat of it's now is protein it doesn't make it protein like the whole concept of added protein to something the regulation for you to be able to call it high protein means that it has one gram of protein more than it used to so if something had five grams of protein now it has six it's not high protein it's got one gram more protein and that's an average so it's arguably pointless so when we opt for these protein foods and um, even these low calorie high protein um, ice creams like halo top i think my protein have just been just brought one in out it makes no sense to even think about them as being healthy because it's still ice cream like it's just lost a lot of the taste because they've lobbed a load of protein in there so we need to be very careful about how we do it and the reason I don't like these is one because they're all to process, but a lot of them are false, falsely claiming that they're high protein when like for something to be high protein, I'd expect 25 grams plus. Like even some of these high protein yogurts taste like fucking garbage. Um the 
Aldi mousses, unless you get the chocolate one because chocolate is is like overpowering flavored. They're awful. Um, same with the yogurts, same with the pouches, same with the puddings. The puddings are a little bit more custardy, so you can get away with it because of the texture. But when something says high protein, it, it usually means high processed as well. We need to be very careful of that because the more and more I learn about about my my own conditions, the more and more I see them being linked to more processed foods. So my whole paradigm, whilst I'm continuing with it, it's counting my sins, obviously, it's easier for me to then opt for non-processed foods as well, just because it helps my ADHD a little bit. The alternative behind that is like just normal food. You know what's got high protein in, like lean sauces, chicken, beef, turkey, vegan sauce, like tofu and soy. Even though tofu is technically processed, it's one of the best on the market for a, a vegan protein sauce. It is essentially just, it's like the cheese of the vegan world, essentially, because it's just um, essentially the cheese of soy. And then you've obviously got your corns and your Linda McCartney sausages and mints and stuff like that. And again, the more and more you get into these vegan sauces and the higher the protein content, the more processed they are. So we do have to realize that there is an element of sacrifice here with that processed processed food in comparison to um, the whole protein content of it. And if I was if I was in that in a position where I'm finding myself eating more protein sources from multi processed foods, like I have been, I've just got more opted for um just that compromise rather than sacrificing just compromise and saying all right well my protein is going to come from either meats and cheese and fish and the whole process side of the protein would come from like a protein shake because i can have a double scoop protein shake and then a piece of fruit with it or some veg like a bag of sugar snap peas on monge too because i like the crunch and your 80% of your diet should come from whole foods anyway. So like when we look at these ultra-processed protein sources, like that shouldn't be our main drive of protein. Uh, just try to get it from meats, cheeses. Um, and you make the decision to... Um, so you make the decision where the extra protein comes from. If it's processed, like protein shakes are absolutely fine. Some of them taste like absolutely fucking garbage. Try not to go extravagant with flavours because everybody knows that more extravagant you go with flavours, the worse they're going to get like white chocolate and raspberry, like how synthetic is that going to taste really? Um, it's not going to taste like chocolate because the calories aren't going to be in there. So you know that there's something in there that is going to make it taste like chocolate that isn't chocolate. And white chocolate's technically I've got zero cocoa in it as well. So if you're looking at increasing your protein intake from somewhere else, and the easiest ways to do it are, one, increase the actual protein source that you're having, and then to increase the comp like a complementary protein source. So if you've got like a chicken salad, you can put some cubes of feta on there, some mozzarella, some other cheese that you might like. You might put some nuts and seeds on there. And yeah, you're going to increase it by three to 10 grams, depending on what you choose. But that, take, that might take it from 25 to 35, and it might take you from 90 to 100 grams for the day. And you've given your body the best opportunity to actually utilize that protein. And at the end of the day, Everyone knows why, well, hopefully if you listen to this, you should know why protein is actually good for us. 
And the more we get of it is the better. Like we are actually going to process, we're going to increase the muscle mass that we're, we're gaining. We're going to increase that growth and repair. So yes, you can have these protein foods as a protein source. And yes, some of them do have quite a lot of protein in like your yogurts and your puddings from Aldi. And yes, they are rather nice on, on some of them, but make sure you're compromising or sacrificing on that processed food, making sure that you're still getting enough protein in and hope, hopefully 80% of that should come from whole foods. So that's why I don't like protein type of foods. I've done a lot of air quotations, even though you can't see me, there's a lot of air quotations going on. Um, but just because it says protein on the label doesn't mean that it's actually high protein. Always check the back. Um, and that's it for me. Um, we've got three weeks until the next Not Slimming Club club um, starts. If you are interested, give me a shout um, and we can talk about it. Got some great results so far. I think one of, my, one of them has lost four and a bit kilos in five weeks, which is very good. One of them is currently biking across the country as well. So some um, very good things coming out of that. And if you do need help, it is six weeks. I will teach you how to never diet again. And if you've got any questions, just drop them there. Um, hopefully speak to you or see you next week. Cheers, guys.